Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to Who Cares Wins with me, Lily Cole. I am deeply in love with, but also very concerned for our planet. And I want to unearth different climate solutions that we can get on board with, including exploring their contradictions and hypocrisies. I've spent nearly 20 years exploring different social and environmental issues around the world, and I've met some extraordinary people and discovered some amazing ideas. And I'm hoping here to share them with you. Although there may be divergent perspectives and increasingly scary science for us to contend with, there are still so many reasons for us to be optimistic. Join me, Lily Cole, as I welcome some familiar voices and introduce you to some incredible people in this brand new series of Who Cares Wins. Hello and welcome. Oh, hold on one second. Sorry. Oh, got a text. Hey, yes, today's Castaway welcomes the very first Love Islander into the ranks. How have we got this far without a Love Islander? Uh, this isn't just any Love Islander. This is the brilliant Obi Soko. I had the joy of being invited onto his podcast last year. But go back to 2019 when Ovi first captured the hearts of the nation appearing on Love Island. Since then, he has modelled, started that podcast, Ask Ovi, and still finds time to play professional basketball for the Shiga Lakesters in Japan, which is where he's based when we do this podcast. There was a lot to catch up on, I'm not going to lie. Now, naturally, Ovi has brought some brilliant suggestions to the table of Menu, the hilarious food-based podcast that Ovi has appeared on himself. Had to ask him about that one. Ovi also shares his love for Who We Be Talks and chats about the important role the podcast plays in promoting the best in black British music fashion and culture and if that wasn't enough we also found time to talk about podcasts from across the pond the business savvy earn your leisure and the captivating conversations on drink champs lots of new ones for the castaway crew today so let's get into it this is castaway with ovi soka enjoy ovi welcome to castaway how are you I am doing well, Laura. Thank you so much for having me. How are you doing? Oh, thanks for asking. I'm good. How, how's your 2022 going? 2022 has been good so far. It has been good to me so far. You know, just been sort of taking it easy. I'm obviously currently stationed in Japan for the whole basketball deal, which is really good. Um, enjoying delving into a new culture, mm. doing a little bit of exploration, looking around. What's been going on on your side of things? Oh, well, le- less international. I'm in North London, not Japan. And <laughs> life is all right. Like, I can't complain. I feel I feel very lucky to do what I do. I feel very lucky that we're here having a conversation on this platform. I'm looking forward to, to hearing about what you listen to because it's been a while since we recorded an episode and, and it's great to be back with a new series. Also, Ovi, you're the first former Islander that's done Castaway. <sighs> I feel pressure now. I feel a lot of pressure. I feel like I have to knock it out of the park. I have to come with some good stuff. 
I don't doubt that you will. And there's so many things I want to talk to you about as well. From working on Love Island, I get asked lots of questions about what it's like. I have no idea what it's like as an islander because I'm not in the villa. I'm just wondering for you, because it's been a good few years since you've come out the other side. How do you look back at that time? I'm really, really grateful for the experience. It's something that I felt like I was able to maximise the whole experience as far as going in there and enjoying myself. I wasn't as familiar with how big a production it actually was because Mm. I spent most of my time overseas like I am currently. So I knew it was something that people watched. I didn't know how big it was. Looking in retrospect, it's a huge deal. But yeah, I enjoyed it. I, I, I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it. What about you, though? I'm actually curious as to... How does it feel knowing, or I'm just assuming here, but knowing what's going on outside of that little bubble, but then obviously you have to be so composed, you have to keep a straight face. And what is that like? That's such a good question. Like, it feels weird because I feel like I'm just a viewer on the outside watching it. And then every now and then, Mm. occasionally, you you get to burst that little bubble and be in it. And it's very, very surreal. And again, it's it's, I'll never know what it's like as an Islander from your side of things. I, I go in sometimes, right? And there'll be an Islander go oh, I love your shoes, babe. And I'll go, thanks. And then I'll get in my ear going, stop talking to them. Because <laughs> oh. I just want to talk and chat. Like, just, I just want to have a little chat. And it's a very different because, you know, some of those moments are tense and you're so far away from it. And I know we're going to be talking about different podcasts today. And for me, podcasts, it's a bit of escapism. You know, you can, I suppose mm-hmm. when I'm away somewhere, I'll put my headphones in and I'll, whatever situation's going on, I'll just escape for an hour. When you're doing Love Island, you can't go to the corner of a room in the villa and stick your headphones in. No, 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 no. I think that's one of the amazing things about podcasts. And looking back also, that's one of the things I missed. I didn't know what to do with myself at some points during my experience because, you know, obviously you don't have any music. You don't have any sort of other forms of entertainment except for, you know, the company around you. So being able to enjoy music, podcasts, it's definitely something I hold on to. Sometimes they play music loud if they don't want um, the Islanders to hear me coming in, if I'm waiting outside to surprise them and go in. So they'll play music really loud in the villa. I'm shocked by how excited everyone is because I forget, you, you don't really get to listen to anyone else except the other Islanders and people you're in there with. Or, you know, if you're going into the beach hut and you're kind of talking to a producer, but that's mm. it. So how exciting is it when you do hear a blast of other music? Oh, it's a new lease of life. Because, <laughs> you know, as, as exciting as it is being in there, you are in there 24-7 with no TV, no cell phones, no radio, no music, you know, and, and that can get a little bit boring at times. So, you know, when you're able to hear a little bit of music, it reminds you of the outside world. And yeah, you definitely enjoy it. You mentioned before you went in, you didn't really realise how how big a show it was. You know, you obviously had your career beforehand, very successful basketball player. Were there any worries about going in, about how that would affect perception of how people view you? It was something I thought about, but I just think it it was just a really good opportunity to do something different. I've been playing basketball for such a large uh, percentage of my life. So to spend a summer just trying to unwind and do something completely outside of the box for an athlete, for a basketball player. Yeah, I think it was just a great opportunity to sort of let my hair down and sort of reset. 
It's funny you say like reset and some people might think that's a highly stressful environment to reset in. Mm. But as you said, from you reflecting back, it was a huge change and you did come out there. Everyone recognises you. Everyone's talking about you. You get loads of opportunities. Obviously, the sport is still there too. But one of the opportunities is to bring out a podcast, which, which you have out, Ask Ovi. What made you want to do that? I feel like it was something that just came about so organically. You know, it started off as just me interacting with a lot of the guys who follow me on Instagram. You know, I would put up a little question box maybe once every fortnight uh, and just ask guys about their dilemmas, any issues, any problems that they wanted to share and sort of just get my take on. There was a lot of hilarious dilemmas, uh, a lot of situations that I feel like the public found pretty funny and a lot of the responses and I just felt like it was something that naturally grew but it also helped people realize look you're you're never really going through any one situation completely mm. alone someone out there can definitely empathize with you and, and understands what you're going through so never feel like you're alone I think that it's lovely it's something that we can forget we can feel very isolated at times and anything you're you're going through someone else will It'll always be different and unique to many ways. But I think that's the one thing why I like podcasts as well. There's something there for everyone. And it's that storytelling. It's that community feel that you can find. But over you do, you really do suit the role of Agony Uncle really well. And I don't know if this is true, but apparently before you applied to be on Love Island, you set yourself a goal. You said something like provide a service or a product that helps people feel better about themselves. I guess that links really well to what you do on the podcast. Yeah, you know, i got a little black book that I like to write down goals, just sort of how I'm feeling about stuff, long-term, short-term goals, career-wise, within my relationships, business, just all different aspects of my life. And that was one of the things that I wanted to do moving forward at that point. And, and still now, really, just provide something that gives back, you know, provide services, however that might be. Anything that gives back to people, helps people feel better about themselves and helps people sort of see the bigger picture. And that really is that we're all lucky to have another day on this earth. Mm. Keep on going, keep on plugging away. And yeah, man, I'm just glad that it's been able to sort of come to life in, in various different ways. One of the things, and I know you had an episode on it, the laws of attraction. Tell me a little bit about that in, in your life. Laws of attraction, I'm telling you. It's something that's so powerful and it's something that I really do try to live by in a lot of different ways. And I think that's really the key behind being positive or trying to have a positive mindset. Once you set your mind or set your heart on something and decide every day to sort of have a positive approach, it just gives you a good perspective on how to tackle each day. And the weird thing about life is the longer you plug away, the longer you sort of stick with things through the ups and downs, through all the different cycles, you tend to move closer to, to those things that you desire. So, yeah, it's a big deal. You really seem to have your head screwed on right and kind of a really deep understanding of yourself. I think as well, when you're that role that you have on the podcast, that agony uncle, that you kind of have everything sorted. But you, I saw you post something recently as well saying yeah. sometimes from the outside, it looks like everything's going right, but that you still have your difficulties. So you don't have the answers to everything, but it's the outlook that you, you, you try and have. 100%, you know, at the end of the day, funny you say that, like I'm still figuring a lot of stuff out about myself. Mm -hmm. I'm still learning about myself continuously but I think that's what allows me to give a perspective because it's like yo look I'm going through some of this stuff too and this is just my take on it and and the funny thing is I truly believe even people who I give advice to 
I think they could advise me on tons of stuff going on in my life. Probably some of the same or similar situations, you know. It's always different when it's not you, just because yeah. of the pure fact you can see it from a different perspective, a different angle. I agree with you. I Sometimes I, I find it hard to give myself advice. If someone else had the same dilemma that I'm going through in life, I could probably give them the best advice. When it's me, it's very hard to see it for yourself. 100%. I mean, at the end of the day, when you're looking at other people's situations, it's, it's sort of like looking through a camera lens and you can see the whole picture. However, it, it's a lot more difficult to see your whole experience because you're in the middle of it. You're the actor in the movie, you know, you're starring in the film. So it's tough to see the whole picture, to see the whole story the same way. Are you in your group of friends? Are you the go-to guy for advice? You know, I feel like I'm lucky. I got a good group of friends and we sort of bounce advice off of each other. You know, Mm. we do the banter and all of that stuff. But I'm happy that, you know, especially as a group of guys that we've grown to a point where we understand the importance of not really, really checking in with each other and advising each other for the better and really wanting each other to be better young men and, and better people in general. And it's not always just about having laughs and talking about sort of surface level stuff. Sometimes you got to dig a little bit deeper and and just seek out advice from those people who really care about you. So important. And I think especially men find it sometimes difficult to talk. I know as not to stereotype, but as women, we do talk a lot. We love talking to each other (laughs) about everything, (laughs) everything, like nothing is ever excluded. While my other half sometimes will go. I remember we had a couple, um, a friend of ours that broke up. And he's friends with him. I'm friends with her. Awkward. But he ended up going playing computer games for three hours with him. And then afterwards, I was like, so what did he say about the breakup? He's like, oh, no, I never asked him. We never talked about it. I'm like, you were three hours. You never talked about the breakup. (laughs) Is this? And I don't think that's isolated to, to my other half. No, I mean, I think it's pretty typical as guys sometimes going past surface level stuff can just seem a bit awkward. And it's just like, eh. You know, he'll figure it out kind of deal. But at the end of the day, we're we're human. We're human. And, you know, there's stuff that we think about. There's problems that we have that if you just keep it all pent up inside, then it's only bound to come out in some kind of negative way, one way or another. So it's important. Hi, Ovi. My name is Dave. I'm 26 and I'm from Wales. I've recently been seeing this new girl and she's great and everything's going well. But her best mate is just a bit horrendous. And by that, I mean she's just not a very nice person. Do you think I should say something? Cheers. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. um, th- you know what? It is. This is what it is. I always... Mm. Yeah, you, got, you, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you pay for your words here. Every man must be accountable <laughs> for his words here. This is the thing. It's just his girl. So I would leave that one alone. Personally, mm. see, because me, I'm married six years. I it's a difference with me. I will definitely say something to my wife because it's just like, yo, I have to be with you all the time. And if you're with that person yeah, yeah, all yeah, the time, yeah, yeah. then there's a there's there's, a, there's an issue until we have that conversation. But in a thing like this, where it's just your girl, I'll avoid it. You're fighting a losing battle. Yeah, you're fighting be a honest. losing battle because at the end of the day, she she's gonna have to go back to her friend if you two break up. Yes. Do you understand? So, yes. yeah, I'd leave that one alone. Yeah. I mean, I've I got to back you on that one. Yeah. <laughs> At the end of the day, let, let me tell you guys, fellas, if you don't know, 
it's one thing, okay, you, you, you obviously want, want to impress a woman. That is even the secondary mission. Her <laughs> friends, her friends must approve of you and be happy with you and be singing your praises. When you have that one, then yeah. now you, you, you can now uh, wine and dine your lady. <laughs> Before that, if you have enemy of progress That's it. <laughs> in her friendship group, your relationship ain't going nowhere. nowhere. It's not going anywhere. It will not lift off the ground. It will stay there. It will not prosper. I'm telling you, bruv. You sound like a preacher. Fam, because I'm preaching. Because I'm preaching. Back to the podcast. It's twice weekly, 15 minutes of sound, solid advice in podcast form. Now, when I say all sorts of advice, there's been a wide range. What's been the weirdest voice note that you've had from a, a listener? Probably the question where I think a young man was talking about his boss and wanting to to date his boss and, you know, them having feelings for each other. But he wasn't sure if obviously he should cross that line, obviously because of their professional working relationship. And that to me, I wouldn't say it was weird. It's just, I don't know, this might just sound a bit, (laughs) this might sound a bit funny, but no, I just thought that sort of stuff didn't really happen in real life. I thought oh, it, it happens the, all the time. No, no, but I just, I thought that was just something from the movies, you know, like, <laughs> you know, me being a basketball player, it, it's a different sort of working environment. So in the office, mm. I just imagined, all right, well, you know, everyone sort of goes in and just gets on with their business and, mm. you know, they just can't wait to leave. I, I never really felt like it was, you know, I, I just didn't think it was something that really went down like that. But find out it, it happens what was your advice I was going to yeah I was going to say what was your advice but maybe just have to listen to your podcast listen to that episode nah. and find out <laughs> to be fair my advice is always going to be the same on that sort of situation and that yeah. is keep the love life out of the office you know especially mm. in that dynamic when it's your boss a few, you know, a few questions I get asked sometimes just about Love Island saying, oh, you know, it's it's not real life. I'm like, it is real life because... Oh, it's real. The, it is. It is real. And I remember actually, it was my mother when she started watching it, she said, uh, isn't it weird the way like men can be so stupid talking about when they go to Casa Moore and women are just quite manipulative. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, they are. And you see, <laughs> like, not stereotyping, but there are certain things that happen in that show that are, can be quite uh, true to real life. Yeah, I mean, a lot of the stuff that goes... I mean, I think that's why the show is so entertaining. I think think that's why it generally does well because it packs all of these different angles of drama that all of us can relate to in some way or another. Um, And it packs it into, what, eight weeks in Mm. in the summertime. So I think that's why it really does well, to be fair, just because we all know the bad boy. We all know the player. We all know... The girl that manipulates. We all know yeah, the sweetheart. Yeah. We 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 yeah. like we all can see or point out someone in our lives that fits every single one of these sort of character roles that you end up seeing over the course of the show. So yeah, I, I think that's why it does really well. I'm going to delve in here to a delicious lineup of podcast recommendations. I feel like I can really get an insight into your psyche from this, and something that pops up quite a lot: food. Food seems to be uh, a reoccurring theme um, from what you come to listen to. I want to start off with the Off Menu podcast, which is a hugely successful podcast. We talked about it once before. Uh, Gemma Styles actually recommended it. Tell me a little bit about what this podcast is. This podcast, you basically have the chance to build your own three-course meal. 
whatever you want it to be. Absolutely anything you want in the world, including a beverage to go along with it. And I selected water. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I could choose... Out of any drink in the whole world. Any, absolutely any drink in the world. But I came from the angle of really great natural spring water. Mm-hmm. I feel like water is the only thing that can quench your thirst. Mm-hmm. Like really, just really, really, you know. Now looking in retrospect, I, I think I should have probably gone with something a little bit stronger. But yeah, I had an absolutely amazing time on that show. It's hilarious. The guys, yeah, James A. Castor, Ed Gamble, so uh, funny. They absolutely killed me on the show for selecting water. But no, they're really funny, man. They they bring the sort of show to life. I really think it's one of those shows that you can visualize. Mm-hmm being in this restaurant they do a really good job of creating sort of a scene in your head and a funny one at that it's an easy listen something that you can listen to when you're i don't know going for a workout going for a walk heading to or from work when do you when do you listen to podcasts are you normally doing something else when you're listening to it i listen to podcasts when i'm eating breakfast or on my commute to work as a sportsman, I'm assuming your diet has to be quite regimented at times. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What's it's your relationship just... w- with food, I guess? And I guess especially when you're training, you have to be really careful about what you eat. Are you quite a healthy eater? I am. It's something that's just become a natural way of life for me. And I'm really grateful for it because obviously it's tied into my job. But it's one of those things where if you don't eat well, no one's going to sort of hold your hand. Mm-hmm. But you'll feel the difference when you're trying to uh, perform, you know, it's like good fuel in, good production out type of deal. So, you know, it's just in my best interest. Comedy is very important role in the off menu when talking about food. And I guess Ed and James, they just work really well together. James, especially with his, his little his little quips and stuff like that. How did you find being on the podcast with them? Because as you said, they do give you a good Al Rippin. You know what? <laughs> I think that's one of the huge reasons why their podcast does so well Mm -hmm. and it's very underrated it's the relationship between the two that dynamic and the relationship between them it definitely shows and you can hear it in the podcast they just have an absolute great balance of witty comments I felt like I couldn't say anything without backing myself (laughs) into Into a a corner corner. (laughs) like I couldn't turn in any direction but I think that's just one of the beautiful things about comedy and about comedians is they're just so witty they're so sharp so smart and yeah no I I I really had a good time I had a good laugh at myself and yeah it was just it was a really good experience so we come to your dream drink dream drink (laughs) yeah yeah, um, I, you know, I, I had to think about this one and, and this one might be a bit on the boring side, but I honestly, I only drink water, guys. Like, I, I genuinely, genuinely only drink, like, I, I drink water. Sometimes, you know, I'd have a I'd have a beer on a night out or, or, or something like that. But, yeah, I love water, man. Like, it's... Your dream drink is water? <laughs> That's my dream drink, man. That's my dream. That's my dream drink. You already had that. You had sparkling water, and now you somehow your dream drink is We can double it up with still. (laughs) You're doubling up with still. We can double it up with still. I'll take one of those um, 
uh, those little sachets that you can get, a touch of fruit in there, just a touch of flavor in there. And we're Hold on, your, your dream drink is... Cleanse the palate. Let me get this straight. Your dream drink is still water. <laughs> after, still water. After choosing sparkling water. Though. Fresh fresh spring water. Don't try water. and make it sound fresh more exciting water. by saying it's fresh spring water. Right That's, that is way more yeah. exciting. You, you can't taste the difference? Yeah, there you go. Can, can you taste the difference between spring water and, and normal tap Yeah, I think water? I, I think can taste the difference. Probably, yeah. yes. But, yeah, you know, man. But it's fresh. I'm a, the best quencher. This is what your body's made. Like, your body's, what, 60, 70% water, whatever it is. Yeah. You need it, man. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. The next podcast that I want to talk about is Who We Be Talks. And obviously you're a big music fan. Tell me a little bit about this podcast. Oh, let me tell you, this podcast for me, for me, is one of the best up and coming podcasts in the, the UK urban scene. It's absolutely amazing. Harry, Henry, both of those guys. Again, like we were just talking about the, the relationship between the hosts. These guys, they have an absolutely amazing relationship and you can hear it through the mic. They're questioning the way they interact with the people, the guests who come on. It's just really entertaining. They just covered various different hot topics you know they play funny games again it's another really really easy listen and it's a good way I think to just keep up with what's going on on the urban scene really music wise Mm -hmm. fashion wise yeah nice and all around I would give it a solid nine out of ten just 10 out of 10 I wouldn't give it 10 out of 10 just because you know everything needs work everything needs work but Nine out of ten. You're such a sportsman. You're such a sportsman. You're never going to give ten out of ten. You're like, you can always improve. You can always work that bit harder. <laughs> I see what you're doing It's there. true. It's true. I mean, I think it's absolutely amazing, but I feel like the trajectory they're heading on in six months, I expect more. As a listener, <laughs> I just expect more. And I know they'll deliver, you know, so yeah. Do you think like American audiences are slowly getting to know and understand our our music a little bit more. A hundred percent. Yeah. I think that uh I remember when I first signed to Mustard, I feel like that was when he first did Freak of the Week with um Crepton Conan and Jeremiah. And he he was say like he was asking me, he was asking me about the scene in England because he wasn't that familiar with it. And when I think about like that conversation I had to him with him, sorry, up until now and all the artists that he now knows, mm-hmm. I definitely think um, you know, the Drake and Giggs thing um Huge. helped a lot yeah. yeah definitely and even drake and skeptor um but just in general i think that there are a lot of people flying the flag um and american people are definitely definitely aware 
I mm. think I think they like it a lot more than they used to. Mm. Yeah. But I all I always say when I speak to American people, also it's like it's definitely a culture barrier because there's a lot. I feel like there's a lot in music that you have to kind of understand the culture in order. To, and I think it's the same over there too, um, with us. Like some music that we listen to from over there, we wouldn't understand it unless you understand the culture. But slowly but surely, I think that 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 mm. that will always be in knockdown 100% and you know what I also see it with African music as mm-hmm. well with Nigerian music Afrobeats to be specific mm-hmm. because back in the day it was just me and my family listening to Wizkid that was it <laughs> 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 at the whole parties it was just us but obviously seeing how that now translates over there mm-hmm. I think is absolutely incredible and you spoke about um, the UK scene right now and how it's bubbling and it definitely is the R&B scene mm-hmm. who are you excited by who are you listening to oh Jack James is my favorite. Stunning. I like swear by him in everything (laughs) that I say and do. That boy's voice. Incredible. It doesn't even make sense again. Incredible. It doesn't make sense. Like he's actually, he's actually amazing. Um, I just got put onto Bella not that long ago. Incredible. Love her. Yeah. yeah. Um, Who else is there? Amaria BB. I know she's like, she's... Amazing voice, you know. I don't know if, would you consider her R&B? I think she is. But she's also kind of both, but she's got that R&B voice. Yeah, but yeah, Yeah. her voice, I love her voice. I guess a massive pillar of the show is, and you mentioned there, the the focus on music discovery. And I've always tried as much as possible in radio and other projects that I do to kind of promote new music because there isn't many spaces for new music to develop. I guess you can put music up yourself, you can have your own platform, but radio and shows, it's very hard to get on playlists. It's very hard to be played. And the show has a corresponding Who We Be Talks playlist that they discuss in the episodes. And I guess for you, how important is it to have that space for new music that maybe wouldn't necessarily be heard on commercial radio? I think that space is absolutely vital. It's it's yeah. it's so crucial because I feel like, especially when you talk about radio, there you could say there's a little bit of a bias to what music gets more plays and what's sort of more friendly probably to the wider audience, which is, you know, what radio is sort of for, I guess. But mm-hmm. I feel like platforms like Who We Be are so important just because it gives the little guy a chance just to be heard and really good music definitely comes through there and 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 you hear of new artists you hear new tracks that you might not have come across otherwise so i just think it's really important to give all good music an opportunity and a platform and and who is definitely one of those platforms and a new music podcast for Castaway. So thank you for bringing it to us, Ovi. Uh, I'm going to move on and I'm going to move from music to business and Earn Your Leisure podcast. It's essentially, I guess, a college business class mixed with pop culture. Tell me a little bit about why you chose this for your recommendations. Oh, it's such an extremely dope and informative podcast. It's one of those ones I would listen to probably in the evenings. I chose this as one of mine just because I've learned so much just from listening to this podcast and they do a really really good job of teaching you about stocks teaching you about money management but also they interview a lot of really really interesting people from DJ Khaled to influencers to Instagram personalities comedians people from absolutely every single walk of life as well as just people who have started up their own businesses and and done really well and I feel like it's just something that's really, really motivational and it just shows that there's so, so, so many ways to be successful and to make a good living for yourself out there. So it's just one of those good listens. It's informative, a little bit of motivation. You listen to mm-hmm. one of those podcasts at the beginning of the week, get your thinking cap on. And yeah, man, I, I just think you definitely need one of those in your back pocket. We're supposed to use 
or social media because it's really a free commercial for your business. You know, if you're promoting your business. And one thing I learned about good and great business, if you do good business, you get good business back. If you do great business, you get great business back. And what I'm saying is it's like if you have a restaurant and the food is good, people are going to come back. And if you promote it on your um, Instagram and the word get out that that, that food is good, it's only going to build and build. If you're an artist, you have a, there's no excuse for any artist. If you rap, rap right in this camera and people like it, they go, it's going to spread and um, they get to know your story. So what I'm trying to tell you, if you put out greatness, you're going to get greatness back. And sometimes it don't happen overnight. It didn't happen overnight for me. Quincy Jones didn't make Thriller till he was 50 years old. He made Thriller when he was 50. Me, I, when I turned 40, that was when my biggest success happened. I worked free 90% of my life. Mm, 97% of my life, I worked for free. And anyone can vouch for that. You know what I'm saying? Like, but I knew what it would take. You know what I mean? And, and so your social media, you put out that good, that good stuff, you're going to get that good, good stuff in back. You know what I'm saying? That's the key. It is entertaining, but it's also educational. And actually, one listener said, best educational experience I've ever had. Lifelong learning has just shifted and I'm here for it. An inspiring, motivating, accountable, consistent, generous and entertaining learning experience. And one of the things I love, it really does give you that behind the scenes financial view when it comes to entertainment, sports industries, you know, the backstories of entrepreneurs mm-hmm. and really in a digestible format. Kind of just from your experiences, because, you know, you're a businessman. And I know recently a former Islander, Molly May, said the reason she did Love Island was kind of from a business perspective. Was that something that you thought of when you went to do Love Island? I didn't look at it from a business perspective as far as having any kind of set goal. Mm. I definitely knew, okay, yeah, going on any sort of TV show, it could bring other opportunities. I wasn't, you know, sort of disgusted. I just wasn't aware of how big it was. So I wouldn't have said I had any sort of huge plans off the back of it. I always plan to go back to basketball. But I think having a business mindset is just just so important. You know, it it helps Mm -hmm. you capitalise on different opportunities. I think Molly May has done absolutely amazing. You know, all credit to her. I take my hat off to her. She's such a young lady, but she clearly knows what she wants and and she goes Mm -hmm. after it. And I'm here for that. I'm really here for that. So. One thing with this podcast as well, it's also films and vision. And I'm always really interested in the, I guess, the dichotomy of the podcasting world. Is this a podcast that you just simply listen to or would you ever like jump on and watch it? Oh, I watch this. I watch this podcast. You know, I listen to it when I'm, you know, if I'm on the move and I just want to get a quick fix of the the EYL, you know, I'll just pop it into my headphones. But if I'm at the house and, you know, I'm sort of having dinner, I'm sitting down, I pop it on the screen and, and I'll watch it as I'm eating. What's the best bit of advice that you've learned from this show? Oh, the best bit of advice is your time, just how important your time is. I think we, a lot of the time, are fooled into believing that there's not enough money and time is forever, Mm -hmm. when in reality, it's the other way around. 
money is endless because we as humans, we print it, we make it. So in theory, Mm -hmm. money is literally like an endless well. But time for each one of us is definitely not forever. So yeah, just your time is your most precious asset. It's, It's the most precious thing you have. It's the thing that you just must, absolutely must value above everything else. I mean, the more of your time you can get back, yeah, you're really winning. I got asked recently for a podcast, what's the best gift I've ever been given? And it was someone's time, for someone to Ooh. give you their time. Ooh, you're wise. But, 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 do you know who I learned that from though as well? Oprah Winfrey at the beginning of Supercell Sunday always says okay, like then. the most important okay. thing is time. But for me, if someone turns around and, and gives me their time, whether it's to help me out with a work thing or help me out minding my child or giving me the time in a conversation if I want to ask them questions, I feel like that is far more beneficial and far more important and, and appreciated than, than someone just buying you something or giving you an object. No, that's the most important thing, you know, because, mm-hmm. of course, if you put certain systems in place, buying something is, is it becomes of less value to you. You know, mm-hmm. a gazillionaire, a billionaire, if they bought you a $10,000 purse, well, if you look at it in perspective, it really doesn't mean much to them. But if you ask them for their time, the clock ticks the same for all of us. So the time really is just as valuable to every single one of us. How are you with your time management? Time management, I'm, a, I'm an absolute star. I'm an ace. <laughs> that is not I'm the so truth. so modest. No, no, that's, no, that's not the truth. I, I'm good with my time. You know, I, I, I think part of that is the sport side of things. Yeah. Uh, just because, you know, the that discipline. sort of, fo- yeah, it forces the discipline. And again, I'm grateful for it. But, you know, I, I have periods of time where I'm like, eh, you know, I, I just want to be a lazy fart. And I want to, I, yeah, I want to, I want to let days just sort of, you know, a couple of days pass me by and roll over three times. That, that's just how I feel sometimes. Sometimes that is a good use of time though. That's an absolutely necessary use of time. Recovery. Yeah. Yep rest Mm -hmm. restore Mm -hmm. so i want to move on to another us-based youtube podcast and it's drink champs this show it sees legendary queens rapper turned show host n-o-r-e team up with miami hip-hop pioneer dj efn for a night of boozy conversation and boisterous storytelling do you know what i just think sometimes (laughs) a glass of wine or a beer and a conversation you can actually solve world problems over a drink do you know what do you know what i'll tell you what glasses of wine know more secrets than any human on this planet i'll tell you that much <laughs> glasses of wine they know it all but yeah i would say they they drink a little bit more than a glass of wine well the episodes are about two hours anyway or two and a half hours long and they drink the whole time so you know just mm-hmm. put that into sort of perspective it's absolutely hilarious it's an amazing podcast just because you have these huge names within the music scene obviously mostly us based but they're telling just the wildest stories you know america Mm -hmm. is such a huge market so anyone who's gotten any sort of large fame on that level out there in the states the stories they have just because of i think culturally how wild Americans can be and you know just some of the backgrounds of some of these guys the stories are just amazing and obviously when people get to drinking they don't hold back 
they don't hold back. You get all of the details. I think one of the bigger episodes recently was Kanye West. It was the first mm-hmm. interview I think he'd done for God knows how long. And we all know how much of a controversial character Kanye West is. And he's always involved in something. And he always seems to be a name that's just floating around in, in the hip hop news scene. So to hear all of these detailed stories about how they got to where they are and just sort of situations that fans wanted to know the answers to, uh, it's just really, really entertaining. You know, the guy, he hold, he doesn't hold back. You know, Noriega, he, he's the rapper. He, he doesn't hold back. He asks sort of those questions that we all want to know. And the guys do a good job, good job of not holding back. And I think the drinks definitely help them out with, with their storytelling. The luxury of a podcast is it can be any length you want it to be. It can be two hours. When you come from television and we've both worked in TV, you know, you can have 24 hours that has to be edited into one hour. So you only get snippets of what happened. The one thing that Drink Champs is great for, as most podcasts, is space. How important is to have that space where you can listen to Kanye chat that long and, and not just be a headline in an article that it's the whole thing is there for you to listen to. I think that's one of the reasons why I love it. Now, Drink Champs, I wouldn't say it's one of those ones I listen to as frequently as some of the other ones, just because when it's time to watch Drink Champs, it's time to sit down, big bowl of popcorn and listen yep. and watch Drink Champs. It's not mixed attention. You you have to be focused. They go into detail. You can appreciate detail to a story, you know. Yes. Have that time to actually have someone give a full answer. Exactly. I feel like, how would you feel if someone was telling you a story, but by the end of it, you kind of got the idea, you got the gist of it, but then there's a whole bunch of patchy areas and then you try and pass that information on in your WhatsApp girls group chat (laughs) and the story that you got is a little bit patchy. So now you kind of have to fill in, (laughs) you're filling in some of the gaps. No, no, no. Drink Champs doesn't allow you to do that. It tells you the full story. Pharrell, actually, he's done a brilliant episode and kind of goes into so many things in detail, but he really describes Drink Champs well because he says it's so important because it's more than just the alcohol. It's more than just the mood, the loosening that the alcohol has the ability to do, but it's the spirit of the people who come on, the choice of what they talk about, how they collide, and it makes for really enlightened listening. And and it is, it's, you know, it is a few drinks. We loosen people up a little bit, but what they talk about, it, it's much bigger than that, isn't it? No, 100%. They're they're talking about their journeys. There's a lot of inspirational stories on there. Another episode I watched just recently was rapper Sean. He actually went to prison for a while, but since coming out, he's now a politician back in, in his home country, which is absolutely amazing. He's an advocate for opportunity and change amongst the middle and lower class where he's from. And he uses his platform and his name to, to spread the message on his personal projects there's a lot of stories like that so of course as well as you know the gossip and and whatnot there's just so much good I think that comes out of it and also it's it's a platform where the hosts they give these guests their their flowers while they're here you know Mm. I just think we sometimes don't give people their flowers enough while they're around and and I think that's definitely something that we can all take a leaf out of that book and give those around us, people that we care about, people that we just really appreciate, you know, be it your parents, your brother, sister, girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever, your Mm. friends, 
just give them their flowers while they're here, you know, tell them how much you appreciate them. And yeah, yeah. That's lovely. This is great beer, by You want your second one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So cheers. You know, yeah, cheers, cheers. DJ Effin said that's just what? the best. Yeah, <laughs> Sorry, my brother. All right, so hold on, Sean. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm going to drink some champagne. I'm going to join you with some champagne. What color champagne well, Hold on, we didn't even get to the, the rum. The rum, we're going to do that for shots. We're going to do that for shots. All right. Okay, oh, so there's, there's phases. Yeah, there's I'm phases. I'm not even going to lie to you. <laughs> I, I, get, I get, like, glimpses of the greatness that you do. Yes. But I'm so busy writing nah, legislation. No problem. We, we got your back. We got your back. I can't sit through the whole thing, so I don't even know the protocol. So what this is black owned champagne. Which which one would you think I should? Um, I'm gonna go with the gold because you know you gotta go. With you the just gold. go with the gold. Let's go with the gold. gold. Can we get a cup? Okay, that could, and you know the, the black and gold is important because you know my my grandmother was um was what you call a garifuna. Okay, that's an African set of people that have been persecuted for hundreds of years. Um, and they went from Saint Vincent. They fought against the French. They fought against the English. With the black and gold, they ex they exiled them. But this is the color of their flag: black mm. and gold. Yeah, and, and, and this month is their month in wow. Belize. We celebrate Garifuna Settlement Day. And my grandmother was from Honduras. She oh, was wow. born in Honduras, but because of racism, she hid the fact that she was a Garifuna wow. until, she, until she was about to die. Um, yeah, so it's very important colors to me. Okay. You know, black De- and definitely, and also Latin yeah. Kings, too. Let's yeah. get the Latin Kings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, a, what a segue. <laughs> One of the things, going back to Love Island, difference between series one and series seven is alcohol oh gosh <laughs> and how much they, and they drink and i'm not pushing i'm not pushing that anyone should drink obviously with duty of care everyone has to be extra careful about how much alcohol and i know in there now i think a glass of bubbly is spread across a whole night god love them mm. i didn't drink for two series of celeb juice uh, because i was pregnant and then breastfeeding um i found it very difficult when everyone else around me had a few drinks um because yeah. when you are in the villa and first series Let's be honest, they were all drunk all the time. But I think by the time your series, it's much more controlled how much the, the drinking is. Because, you know, on a night out, you see someone you fancy. Yeah. I feel like the first time I've had a conversation with my husband, we were both a little bit tipsy. Not that you need mm-hmm. to be drinking, but it yeah. does help. In Love Island, you don't really drink a lot. No, 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 you don't drink a lot. But I'm quite happy that they do that. Just obviously because there's a lot of young folks that go on the show. And regardless of age, we all know how drinks can... Yeah. can uh, get us going. So, yeah, like, I just think it's it's cool to be able to have a conversation with someone that... We'll remember it the next day. Yeah, 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 yeah. You don't want to be having conversations and then tomorrow there's the, oh, what what have I done? And yeah, yeah, no, you, you, you don't want that. Especially when it's being filmed for the nation. Yeah, it's been filmed and they do a great job of putting cameras in every little nook and cranny. And that was one of the things on some days... I would literally just sit down on the sunbed and I just look around and try and spot as many of the little cameras as I could. Yeah. And then someone from the production team would let us know the number of cameras. And I'll be like, there's no way. Like, I've only seen 35 out here. What do you mean there's over 200 or something crazy like that? How easy is it to forget the cameras are there when you're in there? Oh, you forget the cameras after like, I would say a day. It's, it's just because they, they just become such a normal part of your surroundings. Yeah. And where the villa was, to be fair, that was one of the most peaceful environments I think I've ever been in over that sort of period of time. Just looking out over the hills. Oh, it was incredible. 
I'm sort of just, I'm reminiscing now. I'm thinking back and yeah, I'm nostalgic. just nostalgic. Like, <laughs> nostalgia is hit. I'm, 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 I'm just thinking and I'm just like, man, that view was incredible. It's pretty incredible. And there's nothing around you. Like when you, when you look no, down, nothing. it's like, it looks like you're in the middle of nowhere. No, absolutely nothing. Just hills, hills that mm. go on forever. And then you mm. see sheep just moving around from, from plot to plot as the day goes by. And then you'll see a hawk just uh, sort of circle in the sky and you'll wonder. Yeah, just a Good lot of times. time to reflect. Uh, Ovi, moving on to the final choice of your recommendations of podcasts. And I have to say, this is quite flattering because you have chosen Castaway. This is quite meta. And you're the first person to have done it. So thank you. No, 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 no. I feel like it's dope just to be able to catch up on new podcasts. I feel like it's just such an amazing and unique idea. You know, those informative podcasts like this one, I feel like they just let us know little pieces of information that we didn't know. They let us know what we need to hear when we didn't know we needed to hear that type of deal. So, yeah, no, I just think it's an amazing idea. You know, going back and stuff we talked about earlier on and time, I can't tell you how much time of my life I've wasted scrolling Netflix or Amazon trying to find something to watch. I used to do a podcast too. You know, I'd go on iTunes or Spotify and I'd be scrolling. What podcast will I listen to? And I'd be there for about an hour. And I'm like, oh no, I don't have time to listen to a podcast because I've just been too busy looking for what podcast. So I feel like by doing something like this, it's recommendations. And especially when it's people you like, you're like, mm, oh, I like Ovi. He was my favourite that year. I'll see what he listens to. And then, and I'm always really surprised by what people listen to because, you know, you brought podcasts that we haven't talked about in this show before. And even this is like five series in, still exciting because I guess the podcast world is just getting bigger and bigger, isn't it? Oh yeah, there, there's tons of podcasts sort of continuously coming out. And and I think it's great. It's a new medium. It's a new form of entertainment or fairly new that I, I think is absolutely dope. It's, it's a way that you can always sort of be entertained when you might not want to listen to music or you might not want to watch a TV show, but you just want to plug something in and, and listen to conversations, listen to mm-hmm. some interesting conversations. And I feel like, yeah, this podcast, yeah, why not? listen to what you should listen to. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you said, I feel like sometimes we can be a little bit overwhelmed by the podcast scene. Also, from just talking about your recommendations, I feel like we've jumped from the food that you like, you know, business, finance, time. We've talked about laws of attraction, we've about giving advice. And it really does kind of show the different sides because as people, we don't just watch the same TV shows. We don't just watch the same podcasts. And I'm just wondering if... For my next series, if, you know, is there anyone that you would like me to have on Castaway? You'd like to know what they listen to. Who would it be? Ooh. You know what? Chucky. Chucky Online. He actually yeah. does a lot of podcast work, but I would love to know what podcast he listened to. I'll see what I can do. Uh, and finally, before I let you go, obviously you've got Ask Ovi. If you could do a podcast about anything else, what would it be? Anything else, a podcast about your first time out at university oh like the first night out like orientation week your first night out in uni <laughs> you know what's really interesting i met all my best friends on my first night out at uni you see and i guarantee you that's probably a pretty cool story what was your first night out at uni like and just hearing these experiences from different people of different ages sorry and i think yeah. it would just be really funny and you know hearing maybe someone in their 60s talk about their first night out when they were in uni in comparison to, you know, someone in their 20s now. Good gosh, 
Only the Lord knows. I'm just thinking of what happened to people who started uni in the last year or two. My other half did a comedy gig for an orientation week and um, it was on Zoom. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. Definitely a different uh, situation. Well, hey, look, they can, you know, listen to our experiences. Can you imagine? Because back in the day, we used to like go out to the pub, have a few drinks. You know, shots would be cheaper back then. I'm talking about alcohol again. Um, You can tell I haven't drank in a while. (laughs) But now I guess, you know, everything that's happened in the last two years, you might have to jump on a Zoom call, watch an online comedy show and go, oh, I like the person in the top left-hand corner. I like the person in the bottom right-hand corner. Mm, Hey, well, you get a good look at, you know, who you're talking to. There's no dark lights or anything like that. <laughs> oh, but, 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 hey, this is what's happening, though. The whole metaverse stuff. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not extremely educated on that. But like this whole metaverse virtual reality kind of world, I guess that's yeah. what. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. You can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program. But the world seems to be moving, so... Eh. Well, Ovi, I look forward to seeing... Uh that podcast if it happens and you're an absolute star thank you so much for joining me on Castaway thank you so much for having me Laura and that's it another episode down as we delve deep into my guest's audio world I hope you get cast away by today's top podcast picks yeah I just said that sorry all of the podcasts we've mentioned today are included in the episode show notes now if you love this conversation as much as I did please share your thoughts by leaving a review and if you'd like to receive weekly installments of cast away delivered straight to your phone hit the subscribe button until next time that's it from me take care <laughs>